everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. And we are really excited today. We have a Hallstar actor here with us. We are talking again with actor Matthew James Dowden. And Matthew, thank you so much for coming back. Thank you for having me back. Yeah. So I realized when I was getting ready that we last talked to you in November, in October of 2019, which seems crazy to me because yeah. we communicate every so often on Instagram and it just, it feels like it hasn't been that long since we talked. Yeah. Pre-COVID. Yeah, yeah. A little bit since then. Yeah. Yeah. So how have you been? <laughs> Things have been good. This is like, you know, that thing where you, you run into somebody on the street and you haven't seen them for like 10 years and says, so how, yeah, how are you doing? It's like, where do you start? Um, no, things are good. Yeah, things are good. How are you? I'm doing great. Yeah, really good. Uh, I <laughs> ask about the uh, the quarantine because I remember that you had quite a bit of your kind of renaissance man. So I was curious if you got any new hobbies or uh, you developed any of your hobbies during quarantine. Any new hobbies? I, I know that... Um... A friend of mine, very good friend of mine, is an excellent chef. And uh, what we did do at one point during quarantine, we did these Zoom dinners where we would cook the same meal at the same time, uh-huh. eat down, uh, sit, sit down, and all eat together uh, on that's like cute. a Zoom. Um, but but somehow mine never turned out the way <laughs> it did. You know, I was following the same thing that he did. And then although then I'd be like, wait, did you already put the onions in? He was like, yeah, I put those in like five minutes. I was like. So, um, so yeah, a few of us did that, which was fun, but I, I don't know. I, I maybe didn't do as many things uh-huh. as I was planning. Um, like a lot of people, I think when we started to see a countdown to coming out of quarantine, everybody was like, oh no, I'm not ready to come out yet. Like, yeah. oh, I need another month. Uh, but it's sometimes the dangers of looking through Instagram and things like that, that you you see the collective achievements of like hundreds and yeah. thousands of people and you compare it to your own self and think, God, I've done nothing, but actually it's not the case. Yeah. So, you're like, I got to get started making some sourdough or something. Like, that's, yeah. yeah, that was a big thing. <laughs> Bread, Tiger King. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That I remember. From yeah. Time. Oh yeah. That's, it feels like a million years ago. Mm-hmm. I, I got in really into this docuseries called McMillions about oh. the uh the fraud for the uh, mcdonald's monopoly oh. it was so good oh, it was the best and they had a um, a podcast that went along with each episode of the show which right. was also really good and with uh michael keaton what's that the founder the movie the founder oh like- yeah that's that's about mcdonald's isn't it that's excellent. yeah yeah that's true that is about mcdonald's yeah uh yeah, because I remember when we talked with you, I, I, the, I said that I thought you, you know, those ads where it's like, I'm the most interesting man. Because you've been like a lawyer and you've been an actor and you've been a magician, you've been a writer. I mean, just amazing. Yeah, I, I, I keep going until I get fired or kicked off and then I try something new. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So were you with, were you by yourself during quarantine or did you have some family being in Canada? Uh, I was, I was on my own. Yeah. Yeah. So, me too. Yeah. So a lot of zoom stuff and, um, yeah, yeah. I zoomed online. My 40th birthday, we did a, uh, zoom, uh, 
murder mystery game. So fun. Yeah, it was pretty fun. It had a British bake off theme, oh, but it was the it was the Great British bump off. <laughs> Which was funny. That became another <laughs> obsession of a lot of people. The, um, yeah. British off for sure. Yeah, including myself. Uh, <laughs> so, what was your first project back after quarantine? Do you remember? Um, I think it was Good Morning Christmas with mm. Alison Sweeney and uh, Mark Lucas. Because I know that I was, I did Hint of Love just as quarantine was coming into effect. We were like the last production uh, going. And then, yeah, I think it was Good Morning Christmas, which was a lot of fun because um, Alison and Mark are, are so great. And Alison and I actually share, we, uh, we are the same when it comes to quoting movies. She can quote movies like nobody else. And so she and I both do that. So there were times in breaks between takes, I would do a quote, she would do a quote, and we would just go back and forward. And it's kind of, um, I'd never met anybody else who did it as much as me, so. Oh, that's cool. That sounds fun. This seemed like I really enjoyed that movie. I thought it was uh, really, I thought it was really fun. I thought they had great chemistry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I interviewed the writer, uh, Riley Weston, and she was so funny. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. yeah. It's a, you know, it was a fun script and a fun movie and, and the crew was great as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It was, it was a fun time. I did quite a, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was a fun yeah. role. So you've been in a bunch of mysteries, several, and I think in the Martha's Vineyards one, I think you were the 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 murderers, right? You're the bad with Johanna. The evil eyebrow, yes. Yes, <laughs> that has got to be fun. Yeah, it is. I've I've played the bad guy. Um, is it three times now? Uh, yeah, I think so. Three. I times. couldn't remember in Mystery One Hundred One. If you were the murderer. Was the ex boyfriend. Yeah. Um, I was the bad guy in Martha's Vineyard Mysteries. So, I mean, spoiler alert, I haven't seen. So, yeah. Uh, crossword Mysteries. I was the mm-hmm. bad guy. Um, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, that was great. That was Terminal uh, Velocity or something like that, right? Good name, right? Yeah, yeah, it was good. <laughs> yeah, directed by Peter Benson as well, who. Oh, I, yeah. Yeah, who I'd acted with in Tea Garden Mysteries. And then he, um, yeah, directed Crossword Mysteries. Yeah, you've been, and then he did Rise and Shine, Benedict Stone. He did, yeah, which followed on, which is, and it's, mm-hmm. and you know, I, it, that's one of the great things about working with Hallmark, you know, you run into some of the same people and it's like a bit of a family. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Martha's Vineyard Mystery was a lot of fun. Uh, like I say, playing the bad guy is always fun because you try and throw people off. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and my wife was Joe Hannah. You much who is in Wrinkles of Heart. Oh, we love her. She's the best. Um, yeah, so you were in Don't Go Breaking My Heart. Were you like one of her schoolmates? I can't remember in that one. I was the uh, news, I was the show host of a show that Talia Richard. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I decide to take, I'm sort of talked into taking thoughts yeah. to try and uh, sort my life out and. Uh, yeah, Italia Ritchie is um, great. And she's yeah. actually a fan of magic, believe it or not. So we got on like a oh. house. Yeah, she loves magic. And uh, mm-hmm. so, and Ryan Peavy, of course, who just the sweetest guy and great actor. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode. It's Baker Publishing Group. 
If you're looking for your next summer read, check out Where the Road Bends from author Rachel Fordham. In a desperate bid to save her family's land, Nora King agrees to marry a man she barely knows. But just days before the wedding, she comes across a badly injured stranger who upends all her plans and steals her heart along the way. For more information on Rachel and her books, go to www.rachelfordham.com. That's www.rachelfordham.com. Well, I was going to ask about Christmas House 2 because they have magic as like a theme, a magic mm-hmm. show and everything. So I was like, did you give any tips? I was actually the magic consultant. Oh, good. <laughs> that movie as well, because they, uh, yeah, that was part of the, the thing that I, when I, because they had a magician in, um, in the movie. Yeah. And uh, so I was the consultant on some of the magic on there. So that was, so that was fun, but oh boy, that was, that was a fun. Yeah. That looks really fun. The ensemble. Really fun. Because yeah, the ensemble, the nice thing was, and um, that they, the whole group just welcomed, I guess I was like the new guy. So everybody else had worked together before they'd done Christmas house one. Mm-hmm. So I was like the, the newbie. Right. Um, and everybody was just so welcoming and they had this group text chat thing that they added me to. Um, and oh, wow. Yeah, and at one point on there, because I didn't have anybody's name saved, I mistakenly thought Jonathan Bennett was um, was Sharon. And so Jonathan took that and took it further and started pretending to be Sharon. And uh, that lasted a while. So I thought I was talking to Sharon and uh, <laughs> he's, a, he's a sneaky. <laughs> yeah, that does seem like a really fun group. And And that one, was that filmed in the summer? Or was it later? Uh, I think so. So you weren't. So you were roasting. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was pretty. Well, no, it was a bit later on. I think memory serves. Um, but I. I just know that. Yeah. I mean, it was a fun group. Some of the scenes were hard to get through mm-hmm. um, because of just laughing. There's there's a dinner scene. The the dinner scene where um, I tell a story about punching a shark in the nose. Oh, right. And um, some of the, the, the great thing was that um, Rich Nui, who's the director, I said, um, how far can I go with this? He said, you do what you want and I'll just, you yeah. know, we'll pull it back, we'll pull it back. And Ryan Murphy, who's, um, Ryan M. Murphy, who was one of the producers, he had a couple of ideas for the, the scene as well. And he's a friend of mine. And so it was just, the great thing was, I, I, I mean, I'm trying to do it and the coverage is on me and I can see Jonathan and a few other people laughing. So you're trying to hold it together and they're laughing. And then, yeah, it, it was a lot of fun. It was a great movie. Yeah, I feel like Robert Buckley would be somebody that would get me laughing a lot. So funny. He's and so funny. The nicest <laughs> yeah. guy, genuinely the nicest guy, but just funny. And um, yeah, his he told me he was looking forward to for me to see a particular bit in the movie that I hadn't seen. And when I saw it, it was after I told the story and it cuts to his um diary room thing and he does a, a british accent mm-hmm. and says, anything i'll say it's got a bit old greg some talking in a british accent mate i i died it was you're like try again <laughs> that's funny so, good. so funny <laughs> um you were on advice to love by which i really enjoyed that movie that was one of my favorite non-christmas hallmark last year and brookstar now he is just amazing He's great. He's yeah. so 
Um, he he has um, he has a stillness about him. Yes. Um, that is, uh, I find that um, he you know he's been on quite a few shows and there's yeah there's a there's a stillness about him and and it's something that you see with certain actors on on the set. Yeah. You see them almost looks like they're not doing anything, but you see it on camera and on the screen and you realize how well it works. Mm-hmm. He's a very good actor, yeah. It's true. I mean, he's one of the most handsome humans I've ever seen in my life, but but he also is, as you said, humble and sweet and I think that adds to it. It makes him even more. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Uh, he's great. And that was a fun one. And then the Christmas Promise was uh, my second favorite Hallmark Christmas movie of 2021. I loved it. I thought it was really well written. And I thought what they did that was so impressive was the fact that they had, because they could have just started the movie with her having be basically be a widow, Uh, but they have you get to know Henry a little bit. And I think what would be hard about that is that, is that if you felt like she had more chemistry with Giles than with Dylan, then it would create a problem. So it was a risky move, but she luckily had chemistry with both. And so it worked. And I I just thought it was very well-written and a very good movie. I mean, that's, I mean, that's a testament to the writers, but also Mm -hmm. to Lori and the other actors to kind of, to serve the story in that way. And I, I think it's, it's very, I like it when Hallmark broaches this, you know, sort of is takes that risk to uh, mm-hmm. to show some sadness and and drama and uh, because you know you look at any, I mean, you look at Disney movies. You know, there's always yeah. some tragedy that um, orphans. Yeah, the, the well, yeah. The, I think it's the tragedy highlights the um, uh, the the happiness. Yeah. So. I I liked the group of friends. I felt like you all had chemistry and it must've been kind of fun to shoot like the ugly sweater party and things like that. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. With Karen Holness. Yeah, it was, oh yeah. (laughs) Uh, Her uh, her color, the the lights. Yes. (laughs) Plugged in and then she blows a few. Oh, that's very funny. And again, writing, great comedy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was a fun group, another great ensemble. Yeah. Well, and I liked the scene where she says that she hates you because you let him, you let Giles get Henry get the ice. And I thought that that was like a very raw, like vulnerable scene. It was well done. Yeah. I mean, again, the writing, it's too, because, you know, she doesn't actually. Right. And she knows the logic part of her brain knows that I'm not to blame for, for that, but I guess it, and that's the sort of the beauty of it that it's it's her, it's the sadness that part of her heart that is trying to find somebody to blame for it. You know that yeah. we something, and the, um, but uh, the fact that they're great friends and they they push through that. You know, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, it was good, and to have just like a purely platonic friendship. Yeah. Between a man and a woman on one of these movies, you don't necessarily see that all that often. No, there's, there's usually the, oh, his, you know, and I, I have played that role, you know, yeah. numerous times where you be the, the other guy, whether uh, you are the ex or the other guy who's like the, not the right guy. He's not right. a bad guy, but he's the wrong guy kind of thing. But yeah, yeah. they're just, you know, friends and she has a great group of friends. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, we need to get you. We need to get you up to the next level. Pay attention, Hallmark. <laughs> we, need to, we need to give you that bump. Yeah. <laughs> I will take. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yes. Um, so you were in North the Home and A Second Chance at Love for this year, and those are both dramas. Uh, how do you feel about Hallmark like venturing into this like dramatic uh, field? I think it's great. Really, I, I think people appreciate it. Um, I think the audience, uh, the people who watch Hallmark movies, I think, I think there's enough, um, they do enough in the sort of happy rom-com uh, genre that, that you're never not going to have enough rom-coms to choose from as well. Right. So I think having some movies that play on more the drama and seriousness of family and relationships, I, I think is great. You know, if you have talented writers and, um, and good actors to to do that and of course mm -hmm. uh, yeah that's uh I, th I think that's i think it's uh, a good idea i'm a little bummed they seem to be moving away from the mysteries uh they've canceled or it seems like they've canceled uh pretty much almost all of them uh that i hope that uh um that we can have some of everything like why why not i guess there's yeah. as you said there's plenty of time and uh, I, I, it's funny because I started out not enjoying the mysteries when I first started the podcast in 2017, but they've grown on me and, and now I would hate to see them be gone. Yeah, they, they, they were reeling you in and then just yeah. had you there. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, I think, you know, again, I, I mean, I have no sort of, I, I don't know what they intend to do with that, but I'm sure at some point you know, there's um, yeah. room for mysteries, just like there's room for the drama and the comedy and the yeah and they have debuted two new ones this year so hopefully they'll keep on with those and they'll be kind of pilots and we'll keep we'll see see more of them but we'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast it's the hallmarkies merch store are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable hardy or hallmarky in your life what about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party now is the time to check out the hallmarkies merch store full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Walmart Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies. All right. So when calls the heart. Uh, yeah. So how did you end up getting involved playing Arthur Gilchrist? Did you audition or did they come to you or how did that happen? Um, it was it was an audition. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, an audition. But, uh, yeah, it kind of just came that way that... Mm -hmm. uh, there was a role that it just seemed to fit and um yeah yeah so you had when did you do the audition do you remember uh let's see when did i film towards the end of last year so uh, i think three quarters of the way through the year something mm -hmm. like that i think um, okay and then they brought you in was it pretty soon after you auditioned that you filmed uh yeah i was filming something else at, at the time so it kind of uh it was after christmas house um so it was yeah it was further towards the end of the year towards mm -hmm. the end of filming I think I was 
almost yeah they were almost finished filming when i came into yeah. it so so there arthur's kind of a part of this group of business people that have been on this season you've got smith and walden and and now uh gilcrest and gowan and lucas and and so how, how much <laughs> what's that a lot of business in there. Yeah, there really is a lot of business. There's oil and the saloon and coal. And so how much of a villain do you think that Arthur Gilchrist is? Do you see him as a villain at all? Uh, no, I, I no. don't. <laughs> um, so far that we've mm -hmm. seen. Um, I think that he has uh, good intentions. Uh, he is, you know, first and foremost, a businessman, uh, you know, and that's why he's kind of come to town because he's representing the interest of the oil company, mm -hmm. the interest of the newspaper, because he's working for the Hearst newspaper company, which yeah. at that time was just buying up magazines and newspapers and everything. So, um, and I think he has good intentions with Fiona as well when he, yeah. you know, when he's trying to be charming and try to sort of, oh, hello, Fiona, we meet again. <laughs> um, but then, he sort of represents also part of the sexism that was just part of that time uh, in that day, that the idea that women in business, and, and that's what's nice about the story, that Fiona educates him um, mm -hmm. as to how she should be treated. Um, yeah, I, I feel like Gilchrist could come around. Uh, there There's another character that was the school inspector right. character that uh, I, I said I was team school inspector very early on. And then I was, I was vindicated because he came around. And right. uh, so I'm, I'm hoping that'll be the case also with Gilchrist. <laughs> well, I would say that, um, yeah. I mean, I think he, the, the clever thing was that the, again, the writers, they gave him a definite story. I mean, something that I, I enjoyed playing was the fact that when I turn up to town first, I shake Fiona's hands with two hands and I'm a little mm -hmm. bit, you know, there's that moment I hold it just a little too long and she pulls back. Yeah. The end of the, when I leave, I give her a definite business handshake. Mm. Uh, to sh it's more like, so it, it's like I've come full circle. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think he's definitely redeemable and teachable. Um, so, because he does apologize and he says, I meant no disrespect. And mm -hmm. um, uh, yeah, and he even gives... Fiona or Miss Miller some advice mm -hmm. at the end. Oh, um, good. Well, you know, when he's leaving, he says, mm -hmm. you know, the, this, the investors are going to come. I, I think he um, he likes her, but he's learned to sort of treat her in a respectful manner. Good. So, well, that's good. I think you, I had, there was a little bit of chemistry, I think, between you and Kayla. I, I felt it. So I think that, that, if they wanted to go that way, they could, and it would be good. Well, I mean, for sure, Arthur likes uh, Fiona. That mm -hmm. that is for sure. Um, and uh, I think, yeah, I mean, you know, Kayla's a, a wonderful actress. Yeah. So um, she does a good job. It's, um, but I think I, I think in general, Arthur, he was he was misled by Jerome. Mm -hmm. uh, I think the uh, the hopefully the audience can see that as well. So I think that also helps and be redeemable yeah. And, uh, yeah kind of shocking though when he he tells lee that he wants him and not rosemary 
Yeah. I mean, I can't wait until Rosemary we finds out about that. She's yeah. gonna. I yeah. mean, how dare he? <laughs> I know. I mean, he's trying to say, you know, he tried. He tries to say, about off the Gilchrist. Well, and Lee's response is kind of like, uh. <laughs> yeah. But I think uh, it's it's partly, um, you know, the Hearst newspaper company at the time they were they were look they were looking for ways to sell newspapers and and it seems to be that Lee has this way of uh, you know these opinion pieces and trying to get people to buy newspapers and Fiona uh, sorry um, um, Rosemary Rosemary sorry yeah. is all about you know reporting the news being good journalists and everything so but but again once again the sexism and yeah. says I just assumed that your wife would right. join as if you know the little lady would come along right. with you and not realizing hey buddy this is her company you know? right yeah <laughs> uh, is, that, is that your doorbell do you need to get it no 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 that was some big truck that's oh, okay a, yeah. that, that's an impressive doorbell if that's <laughs> <laughs> so what was it like joining the hope valley team oh it's amazing yeah i mean i say it about all the movies but you know just such a great team. Some people who I'd worked with before. Mm. Um, and uh, uh, for example, Johanna Newmarch, although we didn't have any scenes together. But um, yeah, just a wonderful, welcoming team. And of course, I got to work with Peter again, who I hadn't worked with since A Brush With Love 2019, mm -hmm. a friend of mine. And, uh, but yeah, and it, it was just, it's the first time I've done a period piece. Uh, and as an actor, it's it's like being a kid again because you mm -hmm. buy all these old props and things, and it's it's really like playtime. Um, you know when you know when you're a kid and you have a playroom and or you have a room and you got your toys around and, you, and your imagination is sparked by that, and that's kind of what it is. It just gets yeah. Fun. So it's a lot of fun. I think that would be fun. I would hope you get in, into character, even though we the, the the costumes are are not the most historically accurate but i think even so it would still help you kind of get in the moment well even things like that the, they gave me this beautiful pocket watch mm -hmm. uh, to have and you know being the magician uh of course i had to <laughs> i was obsessed with working on it so that i wanted to open it with one hand because i would it's it's, it's one of those things you think well if it was my watch that i was used to getting out you would get open it with one hand. You would know how to press the button, with, which took a little bit of practice uh, because I wanted to make sure I could do it smoothly without messing up the take, you know? So, uh, so I spent ages in my trailer just sort of just getting it. Yeah. So that was fun. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, little touches like that make all the difference. Mm -hmm. Did you have to quarantine for two weeks before doing Wind Calls Heart? Uh, no, I was, I mean, there was tests, um, you know, everything that I've done, uh, something that I did, uh, more recently was um, huge amount of tests, but uh, it was uh, no. I think it was just the you know there were tests and there was temperature checks and all that kind of thing. They follow all the COVID protocols. That's so, good. That's mm -hmm. good. All right. Well, last time you did our regular fun questions okay. at the end of the interview, so this time you get the holiday version. Okay. So get your Christmas cap on. Start thinking about all your favorite holiday stuff and. Uh, all right. The first question is, what is your favorite holiday drink? Uh, let's say hot chocolate. Okay, good. Just a classic hot chocolate. <laughs> Sounds good. What is your favorite holiday cookie or treat? Oh, how do you, probably just, you know, when you get those giant 
chocolate chip cookies and a cavendish mm. you know when it's just it's just the right amount of soft yeah. but it's a little bit chewy but also if they warm it up oh <laughs> the key is to making good chocolate cookies is you take it out like a minute or two before the, they say. Right. Okay. That's just, so you're assuming that I'm making this myself. <laughs> if they're browned, it's yeah. too far. You Did let you it go too far. Quarantine story. <laughs> yeah. I don't see that working out well, but yes, I will bear that in mind. <laughs> All right. What is your favorite Christmas song or carol? um anything but well, anything with bing crosby feels very traditional so yeah. uh maybe or nat king cole uh mm. christmas song you know just yeah that's a good one all right what's your favorite classic christmas movie oh, oh can i be controversial say die hard sure yeah it counts <laughs> well, it's, it's um let's see i loved i've always loved scrooge you know scrooge. With Bill Murray. Yeah, that one's a good one too. But, but I will say this. Um, this Okay, no, I know what it is. It's this. Uh, it's not the sun. It's um, Santa Claus, the movie, with which had... Um, uh, the one with Dudley Moore? Dudley Moore. <laughs> Never it, seen uh, it. That's one of the first movies I saw at the movie theater. Oh, wow. Um, there's, there's a bit when he does the loop-de-loop um, with the reindeer towards the end. I still get chills watching it. The hair stand up on the back of my neck. <laughs> worth watching. I, yeah, I need to watch that one of these days. I've never seen it. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Which do you like better, Scrooge or the Grinch? I'll say the Grinch because Jim Carrey. You know, just, oh, okay. Good. Uh, you know what, myself, I can't cancel that again. <laughs> you do a pretty good Jim Carrey. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it's good. All right. Uh, what do you like better, clear lights or colored? Clear. Would you rather be in a snowball fight or build a snowman? Uh, snowball fight. Also. Okay, good. The thing about building a snowman is you need a lot of snow. It has to be thick. Yeah. In order for it to work. You need a carrot, you know. And yeah, carrots. <laughs> Who has coal anymore? It's like, yeah. That's right. Okay. Are, are you a good gift wrapper or not? Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> I, I, I have good intentions when I start out, you know, uh-huh. I out and then a thing. And then as I start to fold in the ends, it all just goes to, you know, yeah. Goes to pop, so. That's probably m- me as well. I just lose patience. Um, all right. Do you have an ugly Christmas sweater? You know, I tried multiple times to get ugly Christmas sweaters, <laughs> but it depends. If you, if you, I bought one that had these wooden, um, button things at the front and it ended up looking all right and I think you it, it takes a lot of effort to find a truly ugly one because if it if it, it if it's just on the wrong right side of ironic yeah. it can actually look okay but um <laughs> it, it's more of a cardigan but it's it's pretty yeah. pretty yeah. you're like my sweaters are great looking ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. what's your ugliest one do you have a um, well, we do have on our merch store, we have a, an ugly Christmas design that I have a, a shirt for, but um, I have one that has a cat on it. A cat? Yeah, the Christmas cat. How does it relate? How is it a Christmas? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I got it from my old co-host, Amber. She gave it to me. It's I don't wear it because it's really scratchy. Okay. 
okay well it's a cat that's the that's a problem with a lot of those like the true ugly sweater christmas sweaters are usually kind of scratchy and yeah they they make you pay for, <laughs> for wearing it it's like yeah. a... <laughs> so i would usually just go with like an ugly t-shirt <laughs> it's more comfortable yeah or the ugly t-shirt layer it up ugly t-shirt with ugly sweater which means it doesn't scratch so much. I also got, I should warn it for the interview, but I, I got some uh, ugly sweater, Christmas sweater hats, caps last year for wearing on the podcast. Cause the problem, it, it doesn't work to wear a shirt or sweater very much on the podcast because you can't hardly see right, anything, right, right. right? And so that's why I decided to go with the hats because then you could actually see. I mean, I have my, um right here, I have, have my, Santa hat. Oh, there you go. Wow. Which that's, it's that's, the best Santa hat ever. I like that because of the length of it. It's like a, it's the length of a windsock kind of thing or like a, yeah, it, it truly looks like a, yeah. So you, that the Christmas sweater, the, the Christmas t-shirt underneath, <laughs> some Christmas gloves. Yeah. I mean, you can be roasting. <laughs> I do this for my living. I got to look the part, right? Yeah. <laughs> And then, you know, the mug and everything. Yeah, and, uh, yeah go all out. It, it works. It works. So uh, hopefully we'll be seeing you more and When Calls the Heart and some other projects coming up and some hopefully some Christmas projects. That would be really fun. Yeah. yeah. We'll put the good vibes out there. <laughs> but thank you so much for talking with us. This was a lot of fun to catch up. And I hope you have a great summer. Thank you very much for having me back. Yeah. So if people want to follow you on social media, things like that, how can they do that? Um, uh, just, I mean, there's, there was a couple of fake accounts on Instagram recently, but I think yeah. they've, it's Matthew underscore James underscore Dowden, I think on Instagram. And it says my official account. Uh, there is on Inst on Twitter, it's just Matthew underscore Dowden because there is a, a Matthew J. Dowd. With okay. That the politician oh no <laughs> i used to have matthew j Dowden as my thing and, and i was getting tagged in to his political uh <laughs> and recently somebody tagged him in one of my things about wrinkles of heart so yeah so uh matthew, that's funny <laughs> uh, well we'll put all that in the description and, uh, and thanks everybody for listening and we'd love to hear your thoughts and comments in the uh, comments section or on Twitter. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. Check me out. Also make sure you're following the podcast at Hallmarkies Pod, Hallmarkies Podcast, all of our social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews five stars. It helps us so, so much. And if you are watching on YouTube, please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have the patron group and merch store. Check that out. And thank you so much, Matthew. This was a blast. I really had a great time. And uh, we'll definitely have to have it not be like two and a half years for the next interview. Let's, yeah, let's make it. Yes. No, definitely. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. And uh, thanks so much, everybody. We'll talk to you all later. Bye.